0: Contact Kellers today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's it's just miserable. But contact Kellers today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter. And leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's, family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Welcome to the show, Fred Alexander, and Pete Palladino, of the Badleys. How are you guys doing? Good. Oh man, so it's it. Life is funny. Um, I I knew of the Badleys and 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 you guys back in 1995 when uh, River Songs came out. Uh, my mom was an absolute huge fan of you guys, and your music was playing in my home, uh, in every car ride, uh, that year. Um, so I've known a lot about the Badleys and the music for a long time. It's kind of weird. It's like, what, 27 years. Yeah. You know what it is? 27 yeah. years. Um, yeah.
1: 30, just, 30, I think, right. Who's counting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just wild because like, I, I mean, was that
1: 1800 hours? Was it? <laughs>
0: i just never thought my my life my career would lead me to you know working um you know at the weekend or like i said before in local radio and and obviously now having the chance to uh interview guys and i i I see brett often now which has been nice um we handle your guys your your merch for the badleys which has been a lot of fun so thank you for uh coming to axelrad for that but um I, i guess is it safe to say the badleys are back
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's uh, sure. I think that that's safe to say, you know, it's like we're a great time doing this. And I think that, um, you know, making this record and playing these shows and doing all the things that we're doing has been surprisingly easy. Uh, You know, and it's just, it's very, it's just flowing nicely.
0: That's great. I mean, you guys have been around for a long time um, and I feel like there's, this is the first bit of new music since 2013, correct?
2: Uh, so yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's probably. I mean, with like all five of us from the, you know, the original incarnation, it's been 20 years. But wow! But like, you know, with just various various groups over time, you know.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh, you, you know. The Badly's has kind of existed over the past, let's say, thirty years or so, um, in different forms. Like, what kind of brought you guys back together? Uh, I think you guys started playing shows. I don't even remember, but I, I know you guys did a thing at the um, the Central. Uh, uh, what is it called? Central Pennsylvania Music Hall of Fame uh, last mm-hmm. year. Is that kind of what started the the reunion, so to speak?
1: Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, Brett, you can take this
1: yeah i mean yeah i mean basically we we, they they asked us to perform at that and we uh we didn't rehearse or anything we just uh we came in early and did a sound check of three songs and then played them that night at the at the induction ceremony right and uh I, i don't know i mean i i think you know it followed that you know that was something everybody wanted to certainly wanted to do you know, wanted to show up for and do that, and then and it kind of followed that if that went well, then I, I mean, I know that I, I certainly thought, you know, we're probably going to get offered to play, you know. So it was kind of, but that was certainly the catalyst that
0: started it. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> hey, we got invited to play the show, and we played it, and you know, and we just didn't even rehearse. We kind of did soundtrack, and yeah. there you go. Kind of, kind we're of true musicians.
1: Yeah, really, really has been that easy, time. Yeah, yeah. And in, in our case, you know, I mean, uh, you like know, like the can blow up, and, uh, and
0: I think Pete's internet's a little spotty.
2: Yeah, sorry. Let me see where we're at. That's all right. Uh, hopefully,
1: we're we're good there. Okay. You know, what Would you say, Pete?
2: Yeah, you know, I think like I don't think you know i don't think any of us were sitting at home saying um, you know let's get the band back together i just don't think that it was it just wasn't in our universe at that point everybody was busy doing other things and like working on um, different projects be it you know family and, and other things and so you know this call to go do the thing for the pa hall of fame was like you know it came out of the blue um, and it was like very, very nice that they, uh, you know, they recognized us. And so we all did want to show up and kind of honor that honor, what the legacy was. I don't think any of us were kind of viewing anything beyond that moment. Let's step on stage. Let's do our thing. Um, you know, and it was, there's a certain racket that the five of us make when the five of us are in the same room. And it's like, and that was, that was pretty special. And that was evident as soon as we started playing those songs, um, you know, and it, it just—that's what it kind of grew legs. I think all of a sudden everybody looked around and said, "I wonder if we there's still gas in this car?" You know.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you: Did you get kind off stage that same night and look at each other and say, "Hey, like, let's—that was fun. Let's uh let's see where this goes," or was it? Could you go home and kind of like soak it all in and, and kind of re, you know reconnect a day or two after? Or how did that feel?
1: I think. I think. Uh, I mean. I mean. I think probably it was the next probably at least probably the next day the phone started ringing, you know? I mean, it was pretty quick, Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know. I mean, it was really, it wasn't, I don't know. (laughs) You know, it was, it was, it it felt very natural, you know? I mean, I know, I know when we booked our first actual gig, you know, and we got together rehearsed and you're going through these songs you haven't played in a long time, you know, And, and you're thinking, and I, that was the only time I mean, I wouldn't say I was nervous. I was just kind of like, okay, I got to be paying attention here, you know? And, uh, because, uh, because I haven't played these tunes in a forever and, uh, about seven, eight songs in, you're like, I'm not going to forget any of these, things. you know, it's like muscle memory just kicks in and you're like, I remember all this, yeah. you know, even though I hadn't actually done it in the better part of a decade.
0: Well, I'm sure it was a, it was a huge part of your life, right? I mean, sure no. you, you couldn't forget
1: no well no, you know I, I, I mean it you know like you know the cliche of like riding a bike you know i mean uh, yeah. it really uh it, there is a muscle memory i mean i i've played the whole time and many of the songs i played but you know like as as of other guys you know but uh in the, in the band but uh there, there was a, you know but there's a lot of things there's a lot of deeper cuts and things you hadn't played in a long time you know what i mean so it's I, I don't know, It's somewhere deep in there, it's kind of, it's all, it's kind of been, it's all been logged away <laughs> and then it all came back out really quickly. So. <laughs> That's just been really, especially
2: back in like doing some of these, uh, you know, we, we went back and um, we did a, a show for a radio station in Harrisburg, Masses to play river songs from it to start to finish. And then uh, we just Re-release "Diamonds in the Coal" and play that from start to finish, and it's it's amazing to me that you know somewhere in our brains is exactly where we left off. So it's like I, I think even with the Diamonds project, there were songs that we played, you know, maybe twice, and they were like, "Okay, that's what it sounds like. That's what it should sound like." You're, you know, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah,
0: is River Songs the kind of the album that kind of put you guys on the on the map?
1: Nationally, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many great songs uh, on that album. Um, I mean, like I, said, I just I remember vividly, like just being at home and my mom putting on. And, um, and I, surprisingly, I have never seen the Babys perform. Oh really? I, I just I just I, I don't know I uh, I don't know why. Um, I mean, he, was- I know, I know, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you guys are performing uh, coming up though.
1: Mm-hmm. When did when yeah. did you start? When did you start working at the Weekender, John?
0: I started there as an intern in 04 and then I was uh, full time oh. in '05. Um,
1: okay. so, yeah, so we were. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we we were we were around here and there, you know, from the, from from there till now.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was 14 when River Songs came out. So no, yeah,
1: 14, 9, oh, 95. 96 is when River Songs. Came out.
0: Yeah, so I was I was. Yeah, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. Or no, I can't do math. 13, 13 or 14. So it's like, I mean, I've always been a huge fan of music, but I wasn't, you know, going out to shows and things like that. Um, but I mean, that, that, Angeline's coming home, um, Fear of Fallen, like that's just, uh, is that right word, right word, right title, Fear of Fallen?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's what, that record, you know, I think, you know, you never really, you never have a perspective when you're when you're in it, and so you know we were just that. That record was just the next logical step for us. It was like we kept making records, and making records, and so I don't think any of us knew that it was more special than we were excited. Than it, it was our it was our next record, you know. And we kept moving the ball forward, and so all of a sudden that comes out, and like we just kept selling records independently and kept, uh, you know, all of a sudden people wanted to play stuff on the radio. And so for us, it was really just, you were just building on this thing as opposed to all of a sudden, you know, bam out of, you know, you went from zero to a hundred, you know, I think it was, it was when all of a sudden these people started to fly out to see us play that you knew that it was, uh, it was, it was connecting in some other way than just the next logical step.
0: And what was that like for you guys? Like to kind of, you know have that success and and all that what was it like uh <laughs> i mean like it's it just like everyone wants to be a rock star everyone wants to you know create music that people love and enjoy and they buy and they come to shows like everyone wants that right that's like the the ultimate like goal and that's the ultimate like Know, outcome for for musicians I, I think right I mean obviously we, a lot of people performed because they love to perform but like to to be to be had the success that you guys had like that's like wow I mean what were your thoughts during that process
2: I don't know for me I never really never really know that you're in it and because you're in it you know what I mean like you never it was never like you know you reached the top of the mountain right like our guys used to say and like so you're always moving towards the next thing and moving towards the next thing, and I think that, you know, for us, it's not until you kind of step away and are able to look back at it. I don't know, Brett, what's your thought on that? Like, sure. I never really, like, while we we're in it, be like, you know, we've made it. It was never that moment
1: for me. You know? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It, I, I don't want to say, uh, like when when I mean when we actually, you know, you start, then you're getting, you're playing, you know, places like the la forum and you know what i mean <laughs> you know and, and playing with your heroes and people you listen to since you're a little kid and yeah and and, and you know like and you're doing that and, it, and it's like and you thought about that for years as you were coming up and that's what you wanted and you thought about it and then when it happened it's i don't want to use the word anticlimactic it was just kind of like oh it was just almost like going to work you know it was just you just kind of did it you know you do, you would uh you would just kind of get up and do the work you know i i I, I sometimes I think on a broader sense, you know, like people watch American Idol or something or, or uh, the voice or one of these shows, you know, and there's always like some sort of, you know, story behind the person where they came from and, you know, and, and, uh, oh, and this is for all the marbles, you know, and what are they, you know, that this is their dream and this is the best, you know what I mean? And now it's all like, you know, a musician's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And you know, if this doesn't work out, there's a gig tomorrow, you know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of, the truth of it you know what i mean i mean you don't I, I don't i don't i don't really think we did a lot of that a lot of sitting back and saying oh my god we could probably do more of that now than we did
0: yeah and not even yeah. that like you kind of sat back and like you thought about it in depth but like i mean i feel like you know I, i've never had you know that kind of success so I, I don't even know but like, i feel like i'm sure without knowing you guys felt this like you're just kind of like wow this is i get to do this and like I, i've reached a level that like people aspire to to be at like and i'm sure you're thankful for that and just kind of soaking in the moments and um you know just yeah. rocking
2: yeah i mean it was filled with you know amazing amazing moments that you you know like brett said you, you kind of i don't know i remember playing a show with the band and like you know the the band was like our our musical heroes and so all of a sudden we're standing there you know, having a cigarette with Levon helm. And it was like, it's, I don't know. It just seemed kind of normal. And, and it was like, I think, you know, looking back on it now, you're like, holy fuck, that was great. You know, (laughs) that's pretty awesome. We got to do that.
0: Yeah. That's neat. How you have different perspectives, like, you know, when you're in it and when you're after it's over and, um, and speaking of it being over, I mean, you guys had the success and then kind of, you know, disbanded, so to speak, like, um, I'm not asking to go into details and, and kind of get any 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 sides or whatever, but like I mean, did you guys just have different um things you wanted to pursue and you kind of stepped away? I know Brett kind of left in uh 2014. Um mm-hmm. and then um Paul left shortly after that.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I mean the, the thing about bands, you know, when you're the thing about bands is this you know it's like when you're when you're 25 and you're all living in a van you know or a, or if you're lucky and you're you're pretty successful and you're in a tour bus you know and maybe maybe you're all don't have families yet or you don't have other jobs and you know and, and, and you uh that's pretty much all of your focus you know and uh and i think i think like I'd, I'd say that probably one of the times that we, we were, that was right before we got a record deal, you know, we're like, everybody was at the same point in their life. Everybody was, we're going, we're going, you know, we're going down this path is what we're going to do. And, uh, and it was like that. And then, and then, then later on, you know, then it turns into like, okay, well, you know, one guy's got a job, and then another guy's running a studio and maybe they're doing this. And the other guy has a couple kids and you know what I mean? And it, it gets, it gets tougher, you know, mm-hmm. It gets tougher to get everybody and uh, get everything moving in the like in a compatible way. You know what I mean? Some people want to do more of this. Some people want to do less of this. Some people can. Some people can't. You know, and that's why you have five versions of the grassroots and the coasters and older bands like that out there because you know, some of those guys aren't around <laughs> anymore. But you know what I mean? Those older bands who have like one or two members and <laughs> you know, so like you know, for a band like you know, Aerosmith or Motley Crue, uh, you know, well, Mick Mars just retired, but you know, like bands like that, that are all sort of like still intact with the original guys. And that's a really a rare thing to be able to do 30 years later.
0: Yeah. Well, the age old story is just like, you know, it's, it's a relationship and you have five different people with, you know, like you said, different ideas and different stages of life. And, um, sure. you know, you have, you have a hard time, you know, I, I, with my wife it's a hard time just even deciding what to eat for dinner you know it's like how do you how do you decide what to do as a band
1: right yeah i mean it's it's, it's difficult you know and it's it's different now because you it's know it's a different animal now you know i mean not even now than it was 20 years ago you know i mean like you know you don't sell records anymore they're streaming you know they're just it's just such a different game than it was when we started
0: Yeah, so let's talk about that. You have a new record coming out. I believe it's uh, December 23rd, and it's titled The Badlys, correct?
1: Just self titled, yes.
0: Self titled. And um, yeah, I mean, a lot has changed. I mean, even, you know, uh, since the last record was released, I mean, a lot has changed since then. Like, um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how are you guys going to push this record? I mean, like, have you thought about that? Do you not care? Because it's like, hey, you know what? we're back making music. This is a lot of fun. Like people buy it, great, if not, who cares? Like it's a different time.
2: I think, uh, obviously the, the whole model got flipped on its head, you know, from when we first started chasing this thing. And so it's like, you know, I think where we start now is like that music on that record was like soul fulfillment. Right. So how now do you get that out to the people that, you know, would be looking for it. And that's, um, you know, that's always going to be the challenge, right? How somebody walks into a warehouse, it's like you can't find anything because there's so much shit there. So, um, you know, but I think for us, you know, for me, like I would rather just like, you know, let's, let's have this grow organically and I think good things are going to happen. And it's like, you know, we can control the things that we can control. We can still be a great live band and we can still – go and play and do our thing and, and sell some records um, locally or just, you know, use that to build shows. But, you know, do we have the resources to go chase, you know, the things out there, like, you know, licensing deals and, you know, all the other things that now is where the money lives. Um, You know, I don't know the answer to that question. Bless you, brother. Um, You know, I think, when I look at it, Brett might have a, a different uh, a different viewpoint. To me, making this record was like a monumental achievement. I was like, holy shit, we made this record, you know? So I don't even know if I'd wrap my head around, like, what comes next, <laughs> which we'll probably figure out.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, once again, like, you know, for back in the day, you know, I mean, and this still happens for bigger artists now, you know what I mean? But. But it's like for back in the day, it would be there'd be this big kind of, you know, there'd be a record and a tour and this, you know, and this big, uh, you know, explosion of stuff every three years that uh, that an artist would do, you know, whatever their, you know, their tour and their new record and their campaign and, you know, and all the, uh, the, the, the live shows and merchandising and everything else. And, the, you know, the interviews and press and you know whatever that would be surrounding a release now it's kind of like a little bit more it's got to be a steady flow because people's attention spans are so short you put out a record you know you put out a record and you go everywhere you know you make this big bang and then it just kind of dissipates in a week or two you know so yeah you know like i mean no matter i i think you're better off you know making your thing and spreading it out and and uh and uh, you know, just trying to get a little bit of consistency of things to talk about with people, you know, your fans, and uh, you know, just trying to trying to keep them entertained. <laughs> you know, yeah. whether that be live shows, or that be, you know, uh, I don't know, live shows, or a documentary, or a podcast, or, or you know, just different <coughs> things you can do to, uh, you know, to to kind of just keep people entertained and keep people engaged in what you're what you're doing as an artist, and and that's just that's kind of a never ending quest now, you know I mean? The, the original impetus for us doing a record was we, we have these shows in 2022 that we have, and we were trying to do something special for each month. Right. And, you know, last one of the year is this Kirby show. Uh, and I, I, I you know, I said in a message once I said, you know, part of me wants to make a record, make it a record release party. You know, so everybody's like, Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. You know? And so we, we said well we don't know if it'll be you know a two song you know whatever two song that's not even an ep single with a bonus track or or, or it'll be like a five song ep or we'll make a full length record or it'll all suck and we don't do anything you know so we just set we just set about that task of like let's start recording some stuff and this was only a handful of months ago you know and we'll see how far we get and as, as it worked out we got pretty far so uh and and that was it really was as simple as that it was like you know let's do this to make this show special and uh right that's really was why we did it you know so now going forward i mean there's all sorts of things you can do you know once once the music exists
0: and how many songs did you end up with 10 10 great yeah you yeah know. they had to come together pretty quick. I mean, you just had that uh, the show last year we mentioned earlier, like did this the songs just kind of start, you know, coming quick for you guys, or how did that look?
1: Nobody and, I mean nobody knew a song in June, you know I mean, in June, like I mean, I mean, I had written some songs, but nobody had heard them. You know that's not that many months ago.
0: No. <laughs> wow. six yeah. months. Yeah
1: yeah so uh so yeah so i mean it was just kind of like i don't know you say well you know here's our sh- we, you know if we want to do this we're gonna have to have it finished by thanksgiving and let's just you know let's just go backwards and let's start now and that's that's our deadline and, and see how far we can get you know and, and that was that it was really as simple as that simple as that and that's the one thing I, I don't know, you know, I still do a lot of producing and I work with a lot of young bands and I'm babbling here, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, like one thing about our band that I, I forget about is when it comes time to do something like everybody moves, you know, I mean, we're, we're old men, you know, but like, I mean, everybody moves, everybody gets things done, you know? And, uh, and that's, I, I you know, and, you know, a lot of musicians aren't, don't have that kind of, you know, work on a deadline, work ethic, get it finished, then do it again, then do it again, then do it again. I think, I think that's kind of why it works so well for us in the beginning, you know, from the beginning.
0: You're professionals. That's what you are. Yeah. I think but, we just held our
2: high standard of, you know, let's, let's, we put ourselves in a cycle of, you know, write a record, record a record, tour the record. You know, and, and we just kept you know rinse and repeat over and over again. And so, you know, for us, it was like we saw, and I think even now we're gonna see, you know, that record feeds what's to come after it, right? And so we we had no desire, you know, moving past the initial shows of like, wow, they're back, we're back, playing shows. It was like that was only gonna last us, you know, how long? A year before you know that that would the novelty would have worn off. It was like, you know we we needed to be at the top of our game we needed to be you know putting out stuff that was new that we were excited about and moving the ball forward because you know i don't think any any of us wanted to be a nostalgia act you know it's like we should be talking about what we're doing now as opposed to what we've done you know what we've done is is awesome Mm -hmm. but it's exciting to the guys in the band and like when when it's exciting to the guys in the band i think that that now radiates
0: for sure and that's why I didn't want to get too like too deep into you know the, the deep history of the band. I just kind of want to touch on that because like it's really cool. You guys are you know you're you're back. You're moving forward. New music. Um, as far as the show on the twenty third at the FM Kirby Center in uh, downtown Wilkes Barre, um, you know what can people expect from that, I and mean, how did that come together? Uh, you also have some uh, local talented musicians from northeastern Pennsylvania uh, as opening acts that night talk a little bit about the show how it came together and um you know I I know Brett works with a lot of those artists that are on the bill um but how important it was for you guys to kind of include those up and coming acts or not even up and coming i mean like i think Dustin Douglas is on that established yep. right um Joe Burke is probably the most up and coming uh on the bill but um yeah just talk about that show coming up
2: yeah Brett Brett put that one together, so go, go, Brett
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, first, first of all, I mean, like, you know, like Joe, I've made three, like three EPs with,
0: Yep.
1: Um, you know, I mean, I've produced, you know, you know, I think pretty much everything he's done in the last, you know, that I'm aware of anyway, you know, in, in the last three, or four years, which I, I love his music. You know, I love what he does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, you know, Joe's has. The the Husty Robin Tim playing with him, Husty Brothers and AJ Jump. And AJ kind of put the show together as far as like, hey, what do you think of doing something like this? You know, um, via Carl Hall and, you know, his his club there. And uh and the Kirby as well. So I mean, he he was kind of like the point person to actually make this thing happen. Um, and Dustin used to be in the band, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, years years ago, Dustin used to play with the Badleys, and we all we all know Dustin. You know, and Dustin's a great man, a great player, and uh, you know as as, as well as, as well as the rest of the, the fellas, you know. And uh, you know, Matt and Tommy, and you know, so it's like, uh, yeah, it was it's a little bit of a family affair, you know. Mm-hmm. So, That's uh, awesome. yeah, so so I'm I'm looking forward to all that and as far as like how it came to be, I, it was kind of me talking on the phone with AJ, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, what a, you know, like, and all these guys, you know, like I did and, and the bad, these guys didn't, but the rest of these guys, a lot of the, these guys and these other guys, most of them are, are, are natives to this area. So, you know, like the Kirby center would be a place that they would have dreamed of playing growing up, you know, mm-hmm. as young musicians, they would have went to see their first shows there. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, this is, this is a cool night those guys you know as, as well as us
0: so. yeah the Kirby Center is a great venue to have uh at our disposal um yeah and uh you know AJ works there now AJ jump uh yep. which is uh probably a dream job for him and it's sad to to say that by the time this podcast airs you mentioned Carl Hall Carl Hall will um be closed unfortunately yeah um, I
1: just I, I just found that out today
0: yeah, I think the last show is the tenth of December. So I think this will air probably uh the week of the show. So unfortunately that'll be that'll be it for Carl Hall and in its current space. I I feel like there might be uh you know, possible move down the the, 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 the road, but uh, uh yeah, that's just it's just you know, you guys you guys came up in a time where there was like clubs and venues to play everywhere. And now hmm. it's I mean, you can kind of speak to that, like it's just there's few and far between now.
2: When we first started playing music, it was like, you know, we were filling our calendar with, um, you know, every, every bar, every dive bar, every small concert venue, like literally everything. And there were a lot of them, you know, and it was a nice, uh, you know, it it was a nice circle of influence, We like to call it, that we kept, you know, moving on. And I gotta tell you, like, I don't know how bands do it now. It's like, Uh, Because I look at all these live venues closing, it's like, you know, where do you play? You know, like, like, you you know, you can't play at the Kirby center and bring, you know, 12 people, you know what (laughs) I mean? It doesn't work, but like some of the smaller places that used to exist that if 12 people showed up, it was still a cool show, you know, don't, they don't exist anymore. You know, and that's not just in Wilkesboro. that's in Philadelphia and that's in Germany. It's like, it's all over the place. So, you know, how do you get out there and do what you do so much of, of why and how a good live band was by playing, you know, 10,000 hours of, you know, being a, a good bar band, you know, and like, that's how we honed our skill set. So how do you hone your skill set if you don't have that opportunity out there to go on that playground?
0: Yeah, and I mean, any band can have a practice space too, right? But there's a there's a difference between you know playing with your bandmates in an empty room practice versus playing in front of an audience where you can kind of vibe off the the crowd and kind of you know test songs and see what how people react to them.
1: Yeah, there's all sorts of things like about that. You know, it's like you know getting out there and playing a two-hour show when you have forty percent of a voice. Mm-hmm you know things Mm -hmm. like the physical you're not feeling well uh you get you you find yourself in a hostile environment you know either you're put got put on a bill you shouldn't be on because of the style or whatever and and then you got to work you got to maybe if you can't win them over you got to you know at least kind of you know you you learn that sort of stagecraft stuff of like how to make people feel like i don't know how to just be yourself i guess in such a way and have people go yeah, you know you know, it, I mean, that's that's hard to stand in front of an audience. You know, like I'm sure all of us. You know, it's like we could, you could wake us up of out of a sound sleep and throw us on an arena stage, and you'd be fine. You know, you know, you you just get that sense of comfort about playing a live show. You know, and you can react to things going right or going wrong, or, and then uh, that's part of that's part of the great thing about live performance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you, don't so, get, you don't get that practicing all the time.
0: Right. Right so a lot of respect to AJ for, you know, taking the risk he did, uh, opening Carl hall and giving a lot of bands, a, a place to, you know, have their first show or, you know, work those, those songs out in front of an audience. And hopefully, um, I'm hoping that, you know, down the road, he kind of finds a new place or a new home, but, uh, yeah. Until then we'll, we'll, we'll appreciate the effort that was put into car hall. And mm-hmm. hopefully people also appreciate that too. Um, more sad news. Christy Alley passed away today.
1: Yeah. I did not know this.
0: Now you do? Yeah. it well, an hour or two could, ago, I think.
1: She couldn't have been very old, right? 71. Is she 71? Wow, I didn't know yeah. she was yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess she had a a, a quick-acting quick cancer. Uh, wow. So, unfortunately, wow. yeah. Okay. Not to get off topic, but... Um, <laughs> way to bring the interview way down. <laughs> this is all about current events, too, you know.
1: Uh, Ooh,
0: Badly it. shows, stars passing away, unfortunately.
1: Christine McVie.
0: But it's I part it's part of life. I mean, Brett, you you uh, yourself, um, I mean, had a little, I don't want to call it a, a dance with. Uh, you, had a, you had a kidney transplant. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and how are you feeling?
1: Great. Yeah, yeah I, I feel really good. That's yeah. great very lucky
0: yeah yeah we were uh yeah a lot of people worried about you i think
1: yeah yeah Yeah, i know you know uh it was interesting you know uh, in my case you know it's like i got i got lucky I, i got lucky on a multitude of levels because you know number one i found a donor you know which i mean she offered it to me i didn't ask you know so, uh, you know, so that that was the first ultimate piece of good fortune for me, and and the operation went well. And thirdly, it was like my operation or originally was supposed to be on March twentieth of twenty twenty, and like they it, all the testing got done early, and they moved me up to February eighteenth of twenty twenty. By March twentieth of 2020 the country was shut down yeah and they were canceling all elective surgeries so probably by the time i would have actually been able to get that surgery you know i'd have been on dialysis is
0: is that would that have been considered elective yeah really
1: yeah wow well because because there's a there's an option you know the, the option is they put you on dialysis and they wait it out
0: yeah but jesus
1: yeah. But, uh, but I'm saying because they moved me up a month, yeah. I was able, you know, I was able to, to get the transplant and recover and, you know, sit home with everybody else. Yeah. Just because just yeah. of the lucky timing of it.
0: No, that's, that's great. I'm I'm so happy that things, uh, worked out with that and you're yeah. healthy and you're here and yeah. still yes. in stages. Very happy Brett's still here. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Not as much as me. Yeah.
2: I'll tell you, though, it's like, you know, and Paul and I were having this conversation after one of our shows. It's like, uh, you know, you talk about getting older and all the other things. It's like, you know, every moment that we have doing this and doing it at the level that we're doing it, you know, we could kind of consider a gift, you know? And so you step off stage and it was like, these past bunch of shows have been, I think, some of our best, you know, musical shows. I think the shows themselves just, just really best of our career. And so you know, like to be able to do that, you know, none of us are spring chickens, you know, like we're all in our fifties and it's like, and I'm still proud of standing up there and doing what we do. And I would still put us up against anybody else. And like, that's pretty awesome. You know, like that's, that's what excites us, you know, still being able to do this and still being able to do it well. And none of us take any moment that we do this for granted, you know, because it, it, it wasn't here. You know and like uh we will this to existence again
0: yeah well i'm excited i mean uh and i think a lot of your fans are too i mean i I know they are um you have a great following uh, people who love you guys love you guys to to death and it's um i'm sure uh they're so excited to uh to have new music coming from you guys and uh, you know the show on the 23rd at the kirby center um a lot of good things, man. Like twenty twenty three is is like, you know, could be the next big year. Would you say year of the badleys? Is that what you just The said? year of the badleys. That's that's what was I was gonna a- say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, you know, you say you're in your fifties. I mean, look at you. Brent, fantastic head of hair. Yeah, yeah. Pete, I mean, the hairstyle you have, I mean, I am jealous of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I should I should call you and see how I can get that done with mine. 2023 is the year of the badlies, I think. Why not? I would agree. Right. Let's yeah. make it the year of the badlies. Who's stopping you? Huh? Only you can stop yourselves.
1: <laughs> I can't even stop myself. <laughs> right. I am Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. As, as far as the, the sound of the new record, um, you know, how, how does that compare to previous uh, music? Um Maybe it doesn't. I always, I always talk about how, um, you know, people who have favorite bands they get pissed off when you know, the 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 new record doesn't sound like the old stuff because, you know, they should. You guys should only you know write certain songs certain ways. God forbid you guys are artists and get creative with shit, right? Um, but you yeah, know, how does does this compare to you know previous stuff?
1: I think I well because it was done. Excuse me. Um, because it was done so quickly, I we we didn't have really, you know, much time to deconstruct anything or come at you know bit, you know basically we kind of had to just you know use our right hand you know what I mean it's kind of like you know just use you just just use the the right hook that we have you know that that, that comes natural to us you know what I'm saying so uh, sure. so that that so like I think that we're right in line i mean I, look we've played it for a bunch of people you know and you know long time friends and you know people that worked with us and some a few fans you know what i mean and, and pretty much consistently people that i've talked to have said that you know oh, you know, see this kind of fits right in with the rest of the catalog you know mm-hmm. and, and sounds like it's right in line you know that that's that's what that's been pretty consistent so uh, i i don't think we reinvented the wheel like i, I think there's some uh, i think we stretched on a couple tunes you know, but uh, it's it's you know it's a it's it's a badly's record, you know, and uh and uh, I think it's in the wheelhouse.
0: Very cool.
2: And these guys are better at being, you know, at being producers, you know. And I so I think that like you know, look, the five of us are playing on the record, so it's going to sound like us. But you know, the lens that they're looking at it from, um, you know, is. It's, it's nice to see that growth. Obviously, we didn't all of a sudden make a nine-inch nails record, but like you know it is, I think it's a current version of the Badleys.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. Um, will there be I'm guessing you know, the, the Badlies uh, they have to have like physical copies, right? Are you guys getting yeah. CDs made??: Yeah. yeah. very cool had the whole
2: conversation. It's like, do people buy CDs anymore? Do they not? Uh people still buy CDs.
0: Your your fan base for sure, you know, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Much more than I thought. I,
0: I you know, I miss yeah. I, I used to go to the gallery of sound every uh it was at one point every Tuesday? Um and then it changed every Friday for the new releases. I was going every week, uh, whether there was something I wanted to buy or not. And uh it became uh financially irresponsible to do um just because i was spending 50 bucks 200 dollars every time i was going in there just because like i said i would either want something or i would just you know go through the used section or just you know look at covers and, and kind of just pick something and uh so with that being said I unfortunately i i subscribe to the you know the spotify's of the world and things like that um but I miss, I miss the CDs. I miss like opening up and seeing the, the artwork inside and and things like that. And uh, it's like a lost art almost.
2: I would agree. I, I, I'm a big fan, you know, of consuming music that way. I also realize that I am certainly not in the majority, Um, you know, and so I'm not in the majority of people who consume music. Am I in the majority of the people who consume our music? You know, I think that's, where I was wrong. I think that people are, our, our fans still buy records and still want that physical thing and still want to be able to pop it in their car or take it with them, you know? And so um, it was important for us to actually do CDs too.
0: Sweet. Any thoughts on vinyl? That's the, that's all the rage today. It's expensive though. From what yeah. I, understand.
1: I, I think, I think it, it's just not a prior priority at the moment, you know, I, it's one of those things that's like, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but it's, I mean, we got, we have a lot of other ground to cover with some other things yeah. before we, we don't start.
0: Waste your, don't waste your time.
1: Yeah. Or, it's, your, it's or expensive. your money. It's expensive and the audience is small.
0: <laughs> I never yeah. got, I never got into it. I just, one of those things like, um, people say it sounds better. Like, I don't think that's possible. Um, it's just bigger, bulkier. I, my CD collection, the way it is now, it's, it's massive. I, I, I can't be, afford to be you know buying things twice the size of them
1: yeah yeah.
0: but but i guess there's there's a you know there's a cool thing i guess to it you know you you put it on and you know you kind of sit around and whatever i don't know it's not for me
1: yeah but yeah i mean i had nothing to offer nothing
0: special (laughs) i had nothing to offer (laughs) oh man well,
1: but, uh, no, they like you know, like I mean, the Spotify's and the streaming services of the world. I mean, you know, I mean that's that's great, you know. I mean, for, I mean, I understand uh, as far as the artists are concerned, and you know what the artists get paid per stream, you know, and it's 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 just different, you know. I mean, it's it's just different. I I I mean, I use streaming services, uh, you know you can get you know pretty much more music that you can listen to in a lifetime for the price of under the price of one cd 15 yeah. years ago. you know and uh and and plus put it all in playlists and play it back in different orders and you know and, and have your whole family enjoy it as well yeah so i mean you know like it's it's not good for the artists in a way but At the same time, there's there's other you know, you got to take the good with the bad, you know, there's, you know, you can I mean, it's pretty, pretty cool to be able to sit at your home computer and upload a bunch of songs and, you know, pay 20 bucks and then it's all over the world for anybody that wants to check it out in, in a few days.
0: Yeah, for for exposure, or at least the opportunity for exposure, is really great. I I mean, I just miss. I I mean, I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. I I miss the days of going to uh, blockbuster on a Friday night with you know your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Um, I spend more time looking for something to watch on Netflix than I do actually watching something. Uh, The last time I listened to a a CD or an album from front to back, I couldn't tell you when because. It's almost like you have that that FOMO, the fear of missing out, where you know you jump to the next song and the next album because just so much to to consume.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you know it was it was pretty wild the other day. You know, we 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 put out um, a thousand melodies without words, and it was like, you know, I remember a day, you know, the day before. um, Brett and Ron talking about, okay, this is going up, bam. And like I walked through a, a space that I I had some friends and and heard the song glaring over the speakers. And it's like, how cool is it to live in a time where it's like you can deliver new music, like Brett said, instantaneously, you know, all over the place. And it's like, you know, the challenge now becomes how do you how do you do what you do within the confines of that structure? You know, how do you monetize still allow you to do the things, you know, to still be a musician? you know and so the value is in is in the experience of the live show and the value is in the experience of you know all these extras and so you know it, it's 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 awesome um you know i don't think any of us are going to get rich by the amount of streams that we're going to have on this record that being said none of us got rich by all the records we sold when we were on A&M so
1: <laughs> right
0: well i mean yeah. part part of the coolest part part of the coolest part the coolest part of streaming is like, you now have access to new music from your favorite artist every maybe every month or every six weeks, as opposed to every two years. So I mean, I love it for that fact too. Like you kind of kind of alluded to, it's like you're you're, you're more not more present, but it's just like it's just fresher, which I, I like. I like getting new stuff from my my favorite artists on a regular basis, as opposed to two years
2: content as bro alluded to before it's like you know now the game becomes you have to keep the cycle used to be every you know every two years right mm-hmm. or every three record you know something new that's out there it's like that you know that all of a sudden is sped up to it's like once every two months you know there needs to be some something exciting happening yeah you know you know so that's why you have guys like weezer doing you know uh eps every season you know and like people just doing singles you know like only so it's like it's just a different way to exist
0: yeah i think ryan adams uh released four albums this year It's crazy four i believe yeah it. I, yeah it's, it's wild
1: but uh, you know i mean you know uh i mean you know in, in artists you know the other thing too like i think about like the artists say well Oh, you know, I, I got a million plays on Spotify, and I made eighteen dollars or twenty dollars. I don't even, you know, I I might be way off on the math. I don't even know. But um, you know, but at the same time, you're saying, well, you know, when you have got radio play, you would get more money for radio play. But it's like, okay, money, if, if you're if you're getting one play on afternoon drive downtown downtown Manhattan, you're reaching a shitload more than a million people with the coverage of that station, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yep. Or maybe five plays, you know, over the course of a week, afternoon drive. So it's like, yeah, you only got one play, but millions of people heard it. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas Spotify, you're talking every time somebody hits play. Right. (laughs) It's interesting.
0: That's for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So just, it's a different game, you know, And, and like, and I think a lot of what you're doing as an artist now is you're, you're like making context for people. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, in our case, you know, we've been at it for over 30 years, and we're back now. We're doing things, and part of it's what we were. So we remixed and remastered our first full length record, which happens to be 30 years old, and and that people loved that. They thought that was great, and we played a show and we played the whole album, as Pete said, and and we did a little VIP thing for. A handful of fans and we you know put a little bit of merch out with that and now we're doing a new record which other people want to hear And you know then you know maybe next year we get into some sort of uh you know like a we're talking about doing some things with rock lit down in uh, you know downtown lancaster you know we're do- doing some things with those guys and then doing videos and uh you know doing doing like a like a full fledged music video maybe we'll do some sort of small documentary you know and kind of like pulling on our past and the what we're doing going forward, and just keep you know, just I mean, you're you're creating context for people. You're creating things, you know, to keep people interested in what you do. I mean, and uh and it's an ongoing mm-hmm. process, you know, and it's not that that's that's what you do, you know. I mean, you know, you hear there's a new Martin Scorsese movie out. You go see it because you like Martin Scorsese, you know. Uh, you know, it's not like uh, it's just a different game. It's more like that, yeah. Now than it used to be.
0: Well, I was going to wrap things up with, by asking you kind of, uh, you know, what the future uh, held for the Badleys. I think you kind of, you know, touched on some things that, you know, maybe down the road. Um, but, you know, we have the uh, show on the December 23rd FM Curry Center. Um, we, we have, it's Dustin Douglas and the Electric Gentleman, Joe Burke and company. And then you guys, am I missing? That's it. Okay, so it's that's everybody. Yeah. Three great bands. Um the Badleys are back. New album the same day, self-titled. Um and then obviously 2023 that you're the Badlies. So
1: Yep. There we go. There it is. There is. Oh.
0: <laughs> but anything concrete for 2023 that you guys know of that you can talk about or just we're just kind of kind of see where the uh album takes you?
2: know we have some shows booked um and i think that you know we're gonna we're gonna kind of put our thinking caps on um you know and and try to figure out some creative ways to do what we do and to keep the ball moving forward i think that that's you know that's for sure this has been doing this record and you know the way that we did this record is you know recording you know remotely and sending tracks all over the place and and the fact that this all worked uh you know, to me, it just opened up all these doors of things that we could do to continue on. And it's like, you know, there is no reason why Brett can't write a song on Thursday and record it on, you know, Saturday and Sunday and, you know, put it out on Tuesday. You know, there's no reason why we can't do those things. Right. You know, and like, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: There you go, Brett. Start writing songs.
1: I'll have one done by Thursday.
0: <laughs> Thursday. Okay. That's Monday right now. Uh, expect something on our desk on by saturday okay
1: i'll have it there
0: all right (laughs) well guys thank you so much i really appreciate it it's really great to be able to uh kind of talk to you guys at length you know the guys who you know i i you know heard river songs from back in 95 when i was like i said 13 years old and uh my mama is going to be excited for the new record i don't know if she knows about it yet but um uh, she introduced me at a very early age to you guys so I'm thankful for that and um thankful for your health uh Brett obviously um Thank you. it's great to see you that you're still you know you're still uh, uh, you know rocking and it's good to see you guys back together again you know it's kind of where you guys belong so
1: excellent happy to be here Happy to be seen yeah and yeah. <laughs> just to be doing this
0: yeah well, hopefully I'll see you on the 23rd i mean i like I said i've never seen a badly show i'm thinking about getting tickets for my mom uh like as a, as a Christmas gift, um, but if people want to buy tickets, where can they go for those?
1: Um, I, think, I think it's what it's the Kirby Center.org. Is that Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, and
0: I'll put they, them in the they, links they get,
1: too. Yeah. You know, or the Kirby Center. They can get them at the Kirby Center box box office. They're on Ticketmaster if you want to deal with the evil empire. And uh, yeah,
0: you we don't. Know. Need you guys crash in the internet like Taylor Swift.
1: No. I think I think we're
0: safe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's so you're the badlies.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Uh, well, thank you very much. I know it's uh it's late on a Monday night, so I appreciate you taking the time to uh talk to me. Um, it shows how you guys have fallen from grace because we're doing big time interviews thirty years ago, and now you're talking to John Popko on a Monday night. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Why? sorry. <laughs> but who I, I knows, appreciate it I really it do
1: 20, 20, Who knows if 2023 Isn't the year John right?
0: Maybe Maybe you're right Let's do it Let's maybe do Maybe we're in
1: On the ground floor here
0: Alright Well I appreciate Good that thing, but No seriously Thank you guys so much I appreciate it <laughs> And uh, best of luck in At the show On the 23rd And best of luck In 2023 and beyond Thank you sir Alright we'll see you soon Later, Later.
2: Awesome
0: Thanks yeah. Thank you <laughs>